Welcome back to day three of our self-love mini-series on the For Reals Though podcast with Amanda and Jessica. Um, hello. Hi, everybody. Yep, today is the day we dig deep, and we are going to talk about probably our own our own um, journeys and the directions that it, it took us, but um, this is the deep part, the middle of the week, and it's the deep part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think, you know, it's really, we talked about yesterday about, you know, reflecting on things. Actually, we talked about it both days, but like this is the part where you really do have to climb that mountain, do some self-reflection and realization and and discovery of things. So, Jessica, what are your thoughts on this self-love discovery topic? Well, I will say that my self-love journey was not, um, it was very uh, convoluted, right? So it it went in all kinds of different directions. And I already talked about how I used the acts of self-care in the very beginning to um, to try to appease that missing piece that I kept feeling, that emptiness inside, and it just wasn't good enough. Um, and so I started to, uh, every once in a while I would get brave and I'd look, look into my past. And, um, it turns out that my self love journey, or I guess my self love destruction <laughs> began all the way back in early childhood before I was even five years old. Um, and it came from childhood trauma that I experienced that I never understood until the last couple of years how it how the behaviors and the events and the and the treatment that I had as a child as a small child how it affected how I looked at myself and how I presented myself to the world but also how much I even loved myself and cared about myself. Um, it's interesting as a child, if you are surrounded by people or an important person that doesn't value you, um, it's interesting how that, it reflects on how you value yourself um, and the level of love that you have and value of, of yourself as a human being. So that's, I had to dig deep, I discovered, um, those events and how that was a trauma and how um, I had been sitting there and I've been living my life as an adult the same way that I was traumatized as a child and um, it just kept on repeating that over and over and over it was a trauma cycle um, and so when I was able to identify that I was forced because I had unveiled this these traumas um, I was forced to face them and um, almost re-experience them, but correct them and say, that wasn't okay, that's not right, and I'm not going to do that anymore to myself. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yep. Oh, I'm glad you shared that because I think a lot of people have a lot of stuff from their past and from their whether that was growing up or earlier in life, you know, as an adult or whatever. But I think there is stuff that we get caught up on or stuck on or relive or just that holds us back. And we don't even 
understand it until we go through this self-love discovery journey. And so I think that the fact that you shared like how deep you had to go, how far back you had, you had to go is so helpful and powerful too, to like for other people to hear. Well, yeah, I mean, I had to, and then it, like I said, it was convoluted. It wasn't um, one steady flow, right? So there would be something I would remember and then I would, I would, um, I, the huge proponent for journaling, right? And so I would journal it and then it would open up, something would happen in that journaling um, that would open up another memory or connect somehow to something else that happened even earlier. And so it wasn't like this nice, smooth flow of, okay, I'm going to look at when I was three and this happened and I'm going to look and I look at when I'm seven and this happened. It wasn't that at all. It was a lot of jumping back and forth, back and forth, and then sitting in that, sitting in that feeling and, um, and then connecting the dots and realizing how that feeling, I carried that feeling through into adulthood. Yeah, it didn't allow for self-love because no. of what you experienced or held on to or what, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. It didn't, it wasn't a, a positive force for teaching you to feel good about yourself. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, when you're living, a lot of people do this and they don't even know it, but when you're living in survival mode, which I think I lived in for most of my life, um, it it's doesn't lend itself to any kindness or understanding about yourself. It's just go, 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 survive, survive, and don't drown. Like that's just basically what your life is. And you don't get to sit back and look at old things because the minute you do that, you could fall under the, you know, drown. You could fall into the water and get caught. Right. And get stuck. Well, and I think for, okay, so it's a little bit complicated because I think for you and your situation, there wasn't a lot of support there for you. But then in addition to that lack of support, I think the generation that we grew up in was not all about self-love and self-care. And in fact, like, so for me, I don't think, and for you, so even if you didn't go through what you went through, so you kind of have a double whammy. You went, you went through what you went through, but then, we don't, we didn't live in a society preaching self-love and self-care. It was tough it out, figure it out. You need to do this on your own. And so we weren't, we didn't, we didn't, weren't shown parents that were doing those self, even the self-care acts, let alone the self-discovery act. Right, right. So they, there was, that was all, almost frowned upon to do any type of self-care or self-love. Yeah, it was not trendy. It wasn't cool like it is now, but it definitely was not something that anybody around you knew how to do. No, so no one could show you how to do it. <laughs> no. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't taught. And I think that, you know, that is a good thing about our society now is that we're recognizing that it's these things are important. This is, you know, we, we all need. And so self-love and self-care, but self-discovery is taught. And I feel like that's what we why we wanted to focus on this series this week because so much gets talked about about the self-care aspect but we again we want to really reinforce how important it is to really discover yourself because that's when you can feel happy all the time and so that's what this journey does it but but it, it starts out kind of tough as you said like it's not a good feeling I just listened to Tony Robbins is doing a little challenge today and I just listened to like a brief portion of it and he said 
to something about, I can't, I'm not going to word this exactly right, but something about redefining your worst day or maybe even your worst times as your best time or changing that narrative. And so he, there was a woman that came on and gave an example and I was, I, you know me, I'm tough. I don't cry very often, but I was getting emotional. This woman, her child who was around three, the age of three died of cancer. And that was like the worst day of her life. And she went to one of Tony Robbins events and he said that phrase, redefine that. And she was caught up in that day and then the pain of that day. Mm-hmm. And that was defining her life. And and people get stuck on the pain. And, and so she just said, I decided to redefine that day. Yeah. Like, and, and decide to like see the beauty in that day. And she, and she, she said that what, what happened was, is that she was, she looked at that day. She said, I reflected, I've reflected on this day so many times now and looked at it from different viewpoints. She said, I am so proud of myself for that day. I've totally read it. It is actually now one of my best days of my life because I got to be there when she crossed over and I made that so special for her. And we had it, you know, just, it was, I it was, wow. I can't even talk about it. Like the, how she redefined that day for her. And and changed it into like this beautiful experience that she had but not only that like she realized that you know she has two children that she wants their life to not be defined by the pain of that day but the how like that and how much she loves them and how much she she wants her life to be defined by more than just that day and so I don't know it was just so good to listen to and I think that's what you did with your situation is you redefined it. You looked at it and you were like, this happened to me and it sucked, but I, I'm going to redefine it for myself and I'm going to yeah. look at it from a different viewpoint. And we all have the ability to do this. And I think when we go through hard times, we often are like, why did this happen to me? This is so hard. And we dwell on this and, and we feel like it's limiting and it's sad and it's hard and it's okay to feel that. But then it's like, but what did I learn? And how did it bring me to the person I am today? And what has it taught me? Yeah. And those are the, when you redefine it and you become empowered by your life and empowered by your experiences and recognize that, this has actually made you into who you are and it's not holding your back. It doesn't make you less of a person. It doesn't make you weak to have gone through these things. It in fact has made you strong and powerful and amazing. And so yeah. I think that that's what this whole experience and this whole journey of, of self-discovery to me, a self-love discovery is all about. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree um, with the Tony Robbins sentiment. I remember, I can tell you the very first time that I told my story different than what I had been telling my story before with the pain, with the lack of self-love, and how I flipped the script on that some painful experiences and how I was telling the story and told it from a completely different perspective. And the perspective now was the day that I empowered myself, the day that I took back my my control and started loving myself and putting myself first over what, you know, what had come first before that. Um, and so I, and it changed my life. When I decided that I could flip the script, that I could change my story and it, and 
turn it around so that it told a more of a positive point of view, but also showed a learning experience or a growth moment or something like that instead of a victim mentality or a um, this happened to me and I'm still in pain, sitting in my pain uh, thought process. That, um, that changed everything about all my perspectives on life. Um, but that was the very beginnings of um, a different stage of my self-love journey. And um, another point that I like to make is that when I was doing the self-love discovery and I dug back down to my childhood traumas, I also, in a different portion of my discovery, dug into me as a parent. And you know, by the time I had reached this discovery and this level of the discovery, two of my children were adults, they were grown. And so I still had the two at home, early teens, middle teens, and um, started to really look at how, who I was as a parent all these years and the mistakes that I had made or that I perceived I had made and how I would have done them differently now that I'm in this new headspace of learning to love myself. Um, and that is traumatic in itself. That is a whole nother <laughs> bowl of wax. Yeah, definitely. When you're talking about discovering and sitting in pain and making hum you know, humble realizations about who you are and what you've done over the years. Um, but yeah, it had to be done and, and I got it done. I climbed that mountain. <laughs> yeah, and we all have those things. I mean, there's all things about our life that we're not proud of, that we need to work on, that we need to improve. So, I mean, it's it's good to be honest with yourself and that's how you grow and get better. And and so, yeah, it's being vulnerable and that's that's tough. Yep, I think that's what this stage is all about though. Honestly, being honest being truthful and being vulnerable. Yeah. yeah, and I think, you know, what you said about changing the story and what is really kind of the message that Tony Robbins says, too, is just what story are you telling yourself? I think that's the key. Another key to this journey is you have the ability to tell a different story about your life. If yeah. you are on a journey that you keep you know, failing to, you know, lose weight or you, and you have this story of, well, I just can't make it work. That's the story you're telling yourself, mm -hmm. or you got to change the story for it to ever happen, you know, no matter what it is. And we have the power, but we're believing these stories that we tell ourselves, like, oh, you're just never going to succeed or, oh, you've always struggled with this. And those are the lies and the stories, and we have to change the narrative, but we have to do this self-discovery journey to even be able to recognize the first story we're telling ourselves, because a lot yeah. of times we don't even know. Yeah, and next and tomorrow, I was going to say next week, but tomorrow is our self-sabotage episode, and that's where we talk about what we do every day to sabotage our attempts at self-love, right? So, but you're right, you have to do the discovery, you have to do the digging deep, you have to do that that realization piece of what happened to me, what did I do, what did someone else do, how did I get damaged, so that now you can stop with the day-to-day -day daily stuff that you do, which right. comes tomorrow. Right. All right. Well, we'll talk about that tomorrow. In the meantime, we want you to shine bright and be authentic and, and stay, stay 